Jesus. Satan, you bow your knee. Satan, you bow your knee. You fall on your face. You fall on your face. start recording um, on the Zoom. Um, welcome everybody to the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. This is episode 151. Um, this is the first time your boys, uh, Jacob Pixton and Art Treo, have like recorded uh, remotely. Um, last week uh, we kind of discussed it. Um, it's it's kind of a weird situation that we're in with this whole coronavirus uh lockdown situation I, we still i still had you coming over i told you um you know after we recorded last week's show like hey i trust you i mean you're you're one person i do think that takes this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic serious um i don't know how how often you've gone out um in this last week or two but like you see a lot of people like when i have to go grocery shopping like they're just not taking it serious like they're coughing and sneezing and, you know just to you know freak people out like you see like a lot of dalians and fucking just assholes in general just not taking this uh serious but i told you i was like hey i trust you to come over here but we kind of thought that hey it's probably in the best interest since you know we are you know a podcast with millions and millions <laughs> of followers that we set a good example so um we fucked around with zoom all last week and hey shit this is our first zoom recorded podcast so hopefully it turns out good hopefully um, it sounds good yeah, that 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 part. So um, we'll we'll see how it turns out, and then uh, we'll make some adjustments in the coming um, weeks or months. I don't know how long this shit's gonna last. Like, I'm hearing that's, that's so crazy, right? Like, yeah, that to me is a conspiracy onto itself. That you know, a couple of weeks ago, our president 
was talking about how it could potentially we could reopen things back up on Easter Sunday. Of course, that's way too optimistic, and it's not going to happen. It's Easter Sunday. We're recording on Easter Sunday. Oh yeah! By the and, way, Happy Easter, everybody. Yeah, Happy Easter. It's definitely not happening because no. it's already not happened. So, no. um, I so now I'm hearing like May fifteenth or something like that as like mm-hmm. the next potential day that it could happen, and it's fucking nuts, man. Like mm-hmm. the this is something I never really thought I would have seen in my, in my lifetime. I, I have, I went to target the other day and shit's nuts. Like, yep. like the, they have a list out outside of target saying, here are things that we are out of. And a lot of it is like eggs, toilet paper, things like that. Like mm-hmm. things that people really need, but people are hoarding it and it's kind of shitty. Like just such a strange situation we're in, but yeah. And it seems like the longer it goes on, like the worst it gets, you know, and that's, that's, that's what kind of worries me as well. You know, I have a six week or six week, he's going to be 10 weeks uh, this coming Thursday, a 10 week old baby at home. And it's just, I just want to make sure like he's taken care of. I mean, fuck, I'll, I'll survive off carrots and fucking, fucking uh, potted meat. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know, like the gyms aren't open. And the one gym that was open here in Bakersfield, that guy got arrested. Um, fuck that guy. Um, that guy but, was saying all kinds of fucking like pro fucking. I was gonna say pro Trump, but that dude was like borderline pro fucking like alt right fucking Ku Klux mm-hmm. Klan shit. Yeah, and it kind of feeds into this episode too because he was like, "Oh, the, the whole coronavirus is a conspiracy. Like, it's not even a real thing. It's a it's a distraction campaign." And I, I was just like, "Bro," and I know we I know we kind of tossed around the idea last week of like, "Hey, what do we want this show to be this week?" And I thought I know you threw out the. Um, the topic of, Hey, let's just like review, you know, past topics and how we felt about them. And I, I, we kind of get the, the label of being like a conspiracy theory podcast. And I'll say this, like 90% of the conspiracies like that we cover, like, I don't even believe in, I think it's just straight foolish. And you know, the whole conspiracy that this like coronavirus COVID-19 is just a, a made up disease or it's caused by 5g. Um, it's very ignorant, and I'm. I think that's why we uh, picked this topic because I mean it's something we got to address in in the hot moment now. So yeah, but I, I feel you. I feel you. You know, one of the reasons I I did want to like cover old, just older topics, I guess, is uh, I think my opinion has changed over the years on mm-hmm. some of the topics. Not I wouldn't say extremely. Like I'm not like oh, now I believe in the devil or anything like that. But like. <laughs> But, um, but my, my thoughts and opinions have changed. I think even doing research to this one, you were the first person to ever even bring up 5g to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it was that higher side, higher side chats. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> like you had, I don't know what his name is, but Great he has Carl that Carl Wood. Um, yeah, so, um, so he has that and you had sent me this and so you were like, check this out. And so I like, I listened to it and I was like, this is fucking stupid like well (laughs) one of the things that he does is he gets people and this always bothers me about like having anyone as like a guest on a podcast um i think it's important um and not everybody does this but i think it's important whenever you have a guest on there and you want to be polite and you want to be like you know you know be a gracious host to the person you're bringing on there you still need to be able to like ask simple questions like, Hey, explain that a little bit more. Or like, Hey, what did you mean by that? Or you can't just like let someone ramble on and mm-hmm. like Alex Jones, some shit. Yeah. Where like you, you can jump to conclusions. Um, 
And I think he did a bad job about that. And it left a really bad taste in my mouth from, from hearing that. Cause I think if, if, if that lady's thoughts would have been better organized and better like executed, it would have not sounded as fucking batshit crazy. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of like five Gers are. And I was telling you before we started recording, like a lot of five Gers, like if you Google this shit, it's like some of the most batshit crazy. Like you might as well be wearing a tinfoil hat, like literally a tinfoil hat on your brain. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like it's fucking nuts. It was a weird one to, to research, but I did enjoy doing the research for this one. Yeah, it's it, it definitely is one of those things that I think for years we've heard this with um the rise of the cell phone. I remember I, we grew up in the days where like a telephone was connected to your wall. It had a, like a little three or four foot, like little curly cue, like cord with it or whatnot. Yeah. So like this whole like cell phone era is like kind of brand new to us, even though it's been around for like half of our lifetime now. But um, ever since like the cell phone era began, you always heard about like, Oh shit. Like, you know, the, the waves in in the air that are just getting more and more powerful or creating cancers or creating, you know, birth defects or creating this, that, or other, like it's the government's way of mind control or whatnot. Like, so I've been hearing, you've been hearing this stuff since like what, like early two thousands. Yeah. And, and I always kind of just ex- assumed that like, Oh, okay. That's, that's, that that's right. Okay. Like, but we still, you know, bought the new iPhone. We still upgraded our service from, cause 5g, you know, basically what it is, it's the fifth generation of cell phone service. And it's um, the most powerful, it has the potential to be, you know, the most powerful um, cell phone service that it has ever been. You know, we started off with zero G, which is basically just Zach Morris's like brick phone. You know, then we graduated to one G, which was like, those Nokia, like little, just, smaller brick phones that had like the little worm game on it and whatnot. Uh, then you had like the 1G where you were able to get text messages and email through your cell phone. That was a big thing. And then, you know, 2G was, you know, hey, you know, the more powerful version of that. And then 3G, you know, you add, you start to add the internet. And then 4G, you know, hey, you can stream YouTube videos, you know, to your cell phone. And it's, and it's almost like Wi-Fi, you know, it's not as fast, uh, but, you know, it's going to be very comparable. But 5G is like almost having, you know, ultra broadband internet just all over the place and that's basically what 5g is and it runs off of uh, i'm not going to get too technical into what it is because i'm i'm not a scientist or whatnot i mean you can youtube any video explaining this in detail i believe the wikipedia play, page explaining 5g is like literally like 40 pages long so i mean just to go down that rabbit hole um, on this podcast i just won't do it but you know there's there's bands for 5g there's high low and mid it's kind of like um, a guitar, if you will, you know, the top string is going to be, you know, emit a radio wave, you know, at the highest frequency, which is going to be the most powerful, um, wavelength that's going to get you, you know, the faster, faster download speeds and whatnot, but it's a very short, uh, wavelength, you know, the, the higher that, that, you know, the wavelength goes, the shorter distance it has to travel. So what's got people up in arms is, is that they have to put more towers or what's called cells all over the place. So we're like 4G, you might have, you know, one tower, you know, um, one side of the block, you know, you might go two blocks without seeing another, you know, self tower. Uh, whereas 5G is like almost like every single house has to have its own like 5G um, high band just so that way, you know, it doesn't, you know, disturb service because the higher the frequency, 
you know, the shorter the distance has to go. So therefore there has to be more towers. So this got, you know, the tinfoil hat folks out there thinking like, oh shit, you know, just like what we explained earlier, like, oh my God, you know, this is the government's way of, you know, controlling us or, you know, exposing us to these, uh, more potent, you know, radio waves is going to cause cancer and, you know, all these fucked up, you know, side effects and whatnot. So I don't know if you want to get into the the three main theories or not, but um, I'll just go ahead and hand the baton over to you. Um, I mean, I don't know how you have it structured, but basically the main thing that, you know, just to, to bring it down to what is the 5G conspiracy in general, you were explaining the amount of cell towers that are going up and that does increase the amount of essentially it's it is radiation that's going mm-hmm. through the air so that is a thing you know that's that's another thing that we can get into just the amount of research that's actually been done mm-hmm. um because 5g itself what um although it's been around for a while and you can you, you can google it it's been around i think the airports have been using it different places have already been using 5g um and and i'll 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 teeter totter back and forth because i don't want to just be all on one side of like i want to destroy like the 5g conspiracy but um one of the things that we have to keep in in account even though i have heard that it, it is in multiple places especially airports seem to be using 5g a lot more than any other place prior to 2019 no place we, we haven't been spending i wouldn't say the average person unless traveling business man you're probably not spending that much time in a fucking airport you're not going through tsa every five seconds getting scanned no um and i think that that's where a lot of the conspiracy theory has happened a lot of the conspiracy theory isn't hey this is dangerous right away like this is gunshot style like obviously if you get shot that's extremely dangerous what what i think the conspiracy theories conspiracy theorists are saying are the amount that we are now um putting out there is you know i've seen those palm trees that look like you know they look like palm trees but really it's like a fucking cell tower or whatever yeah there's a couple of those like ones down the street i've seen one over there by the bluffs they're they're pretty close by and um i think that's what kind of freaks people out the amount of 5g that's that's being out there and the fact that it it is um it, it it will damage dna like that is that part of it is is factual now the amount that it takes to actually damage a DNA, that's the part that's like, and I think that that's the part where like, you know, oh, hold on, give me a second. I forgot to plug in my laptop. <laughs> I'll take over from there then. So, um, one of the, there's three main conspiracies. You know, when we talk about you know this 5G uh, conspiracy, and the first one that Art was talking about is the 5G radiation. That you know, basically that it, you know what Art's saying is that you know it does affect the DNA. Um, you can go to pretty much any health organization, and that's like kind of what I did. I kind of like Art was saying, I teeter tottered back. You know, I looked at you know what the conspiracy theorists were talking about and then i went back and looked at like what what are actual scientists saying about that so um there's an actual spectrum of radiation you know when you talk about electromagnetic you know waves or radio frequency radiation uh, 5g is non-ionizing uh radio wave or a microwave if you will and i sent um a picture to art you know showing you know the radio spectrum and you know you got you know on the lower spectrum you have uh, you know electricity you know wires and whatnot is like at the very low end 
you know, there's, um, you know, your basic house light, and then you have, you know, your, your microwave that you would, your KitchenAid microwave that you would buy at Target or whatever, you know, is at the, you know, at the higher end of that spectrum. Then you have televisions and then you have, I believe it's like, you know, those huge like satellite dishes that you would see like in the eighties, like that one rich neighbor that you would have in the neighborhood. Like that's like on the far end of it. And then 5g is like somewhere in the middle. And then you, you progress down the chart and I'll post this on our Instagram. Um, you go further down the chart, you know, then you have things like, you know, daylight, actual daylight, which is like farther ahead, like on the spectrum, which which is visible, you know, like visible by the naked eye. We can't see the 5g correct with our naked eye. Yeah. But, 5G has actually been, you know, regulated in every single country um, where there's like a spectrum that it can't be so powerful. I believe it's 300 megahertz, if I if I will say. And 5G, it's it's most powerful. It's 30. Yeah, 20 between 24 and 17 gigahertz, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the spectrum that that it, it lies on right there. So um, you talked about that, you know, it can destroy DNA. And it has the potential to, if it surpasses, you know, that's that threshold, you know, that regulated threshold, but the, the ban that's being actual, you know, even in China that's being issued out or whatever, they said that the studies that are out there, that the worst that it can do to you is just warm the skin. So it's like comparable to, you know, putting, you know, a hot cell phone, like on your, your, your arm or whatnot, or in your palm, and it just warms your skin, you know, it doesn't have the capability to penetrate through and um, do anything you know physically to you Um, but this is just a new technology i believe they just rolled this out at the end of 2019 yeah so although it's been around for a while the two major companies and this is the part that like made me question a lot of that i was seeing um all but one really but this came out in 2019 this is months old Mm -hmm. like the the part that you know you know people are talking about like that there's research is out. I saw that YouTube video. That YouTube video was done months before to before December, uh, which kind of like made me question that YouTube uh, that, that YouTube channel. But one of the things that I did see, and you you brought up the fact that it um it will heat up. Um, but um, I believe that that was kind of on the lower end of the spectrum of things that that they would consider it to be dangerous like mm-hmm. for they were saying for the most part you're going to just feel heat yeah. um and then on the other um side of it because the uh, world health organization also did a study of this prior to the 2019 so this study actually came out when they were still studying those like nokia bricker brick phones those little phones that most people had i had one of those that actually that was my first cell phone and my too baby studying they were studying it with those and the, the outcome of people using those and they were still using those same frequencies, but they were using them at nine hours a day. So this is the equivalent of someone being on their phone for nine hours a day, oh. which most people aren't, but um, we're studying it on a, on a mouse. And they were finding that these, the mice that were, that were being studied for nine hours a day, they were exposed to, to that amount of radiation. They were developing uh, tumors. Uh, tumors in their hearts, and especially mm-hmm. in male uh, mice and, and rats. Those seem to be the ones that were the most affected with tumors in their hearts. Um, of course, you know, they can't attach the phone to the, to the mouse, but you <laughs> know, the a fact- little tiny, little tiny cell phone. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really interesting that the fact that they did find that there, there was, you know, uh, I guess a mutation in, in the DNA once the, the cells started to, to change because of the amount of radiation. 
Now, nine hours a day for a mouse, and you know, you know, it's up to you. You do the math. I'm not exactly sure how that would translate to a human. Like, let's say the average person is 180 pounds, mm-hmm. and um, generous. <laughs> well, I would just say like the average person, because there's motherfuckers that are like 400 pounds. There's motherfuckers out there that are like 105. Like, how much does your girlfriend weigh? I assume she's like closer to the 105 spectrum. 99. <laughs> 99 pounds. Okay. Yeah. So there's 99 that's, pounds. And that's so, after childbirth, yo. So that's so we're using that spectrum of uh your girlfriend at 99 pounds and some fucking 300 pound motherfucker on this side. So we're evening it out to the okay. 180. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that's that's a rough uh, estimate there, but I'm just I'm being generous with like the obese Americans we have here. That's true. Houston, we're looking at you. Yeah. What's up, Houston? <laughs> um New Orleans. Whew. Anyways, um, but um, but yeah, so there is signs that that there is mm-hmm. cancer is gross, and that's coming from the organization. Um, now, yeah, like I was saying, you know, I'm not exactly sure how much radiation it would take for a full size human, we'll just say an 180 pound human, to become affected by that amount of radiation. Um, but it is something that we have to start taking into account i i think we should like mm-hmm. we're surrounded by not only our cell phones but at this point most people have a computer in their home they probably have wi-fi in their home mm-hmm. their fucking netflix is running through wi-fi everything's pretty much running through wi-fi your phone is you know so that's another thing that we need to take take into account that we might be just equally as exposed to to uh, to that amount of radiation now there's radiation in all things. One of the things that I did look up was uh, how much radiation a banana had. <laughs> <laughs> or potato. And, yeah, I, I guess bananas are pretty high in radiation. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't exactly write it down, but it was probably the most, like, radiated thing that we eat, which I thought was fascinating, the fact that mm-hmm. there's so much radiation in bananas. So there is radiation. Well, we're constantly surrounded by radiation. And here's um, the thing, too, like a microwave oven. I mean. Granted, you know, technology has progressed with them and whatnot, unless you have like one from like 1982, you, you have microwaves in your kitchen, which emits even more radiation than a 5G tower that even if it was like right next to you, um, you have television sets. Um, we've all we grew up with like those box televisions. Um, those you remember that Simpsons joke where like they had Homer Simpson and like the radiation had created a shadow of, of Homer in the, in the wall oh, behind yeah. him? Yeah. Like. Yeah, I, when I was when I was growing up, we had a computer, and the computer had a little thing in front of it, and it said "now with low radiation." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that was of like Office ninety five type of shit, Windows ninety five or whatever. Yeah, it, it's some way, but still, like, it's still radiation is still around us at all time. Yeah, even when you step outside, I mean, you're not getting away from it. And um, like I was saying, you can look at any health organization at britain's uh, australia's new zealand's you know you jump over to india um japan china you know whether you would choose to believe china or not <laughs> but um just any any world-class organization that you know has some kind of education on you know the subject of radiation says that hey that you know what's being said about this specific con- uh, conspiracy about the 5g radiation is almost that is unfounded i know you brought up the fact about you know the mice and whatnot and um, they did it actually on rats as well. And I'll say this, just from just pure experience being an animal lover and whatnot, uh, my cousin Debbie, 
uh, shout out to her if she's listening to this, um, Keith's um, younger sister. Um, she, she had rats for a very long time. And just to put it, you know, in perspective, um, their house is kind of like, you know, going in a time machine where it's just like, you know, they still have, you know, old school appliances and whatnot. I believe like they still have the coffee pot from like the 1980s and whatnot. And, you know, they're not, they don't, I think for a while they didn't have Wi-Fi or anything like that that would cause, you know, what we're talking about in their house. But she would have, you know, um, rats as pets. Um, I believe she would have like two or three at a time. And I remember just like they would die constantly, you know, like within a year or two. And it was always because of something really sad, like, you know, they would develop some kind of tumor. And that's what I was thinking about, like, when I was hearing like that research, like, I know that, you know, they said, oh, the rat or the mouse, you know, developed a tumor, if you will. But that was happening, you know, well before, I believe this was at a time when she had those, it was like when 2G was a thing, you know, like I said, you know, their house didn't have any Wi-Fi, I think till like last year, you know, well after, you know, these rats had, you know, developed, you know, the tumors and passed on and whatnot. And I was just thinking like, that's like a thing though, with those animals. So was it well, causation? Was the cell phone the actual causation for it? Or is it just like, are those animals just susceptible to that? Um, well, I, I think, um, and I'm not, I didn't bring this up in the study, but I'm pretty sure that they would have a controlled group and a non-controlled group. I'm pretty sure they can't do a study without that. So yeah. you would have a group of rats that are being exposed and a group of rats that are not. Obviously, if both groups of, of mice and rats are having the same amount of, of tumors being grown, there's no point in the study. But I'm pretty sure the study took a control group and a non-control group. I'm pretty sure. They, I mean, they had to. Like, that's like high school science at that point, mm-hmm. where you Maybe, have to. But it would be interesting to find out if that's what happened. We're just yeah, assuming I, at that point. But what, one of the things that you know, and I again, I want to be in both camps. I want to keep an open mind. Oh yeah, this, definitely. Yeah. But um, they are smaller organisms. Like, they are going to be affected more aggressively than perhaps we are. Oh, yeah. um, and then this brings me to another thing that, of course, you're going to find looking up 5G, you're going to see the amount of birds that are dying. Um, and this is something that just kept coming up everywhere I look. Like, if you look at birds dying, it's just tied into 5G. Oh, wow. And apparently there's been, especially uh, cities that are more um, coastal, I guess, like, you know, San Francisco and like Boston, all those cities like that, that have birds that are coming in and out inland outland um i guess they're getting experiences of like higher numbers of of bird deaths now whether that's 5g or not or whether it's you know some kind of bird flu (laughs) um uh we don't know because there hasn't really been a study this is such a new thing 2000 december of 2019 was just like a fucking couple of months ago correct yeah um so there really hasn't been a study for something like that um so you know the, the verdict's still out for something like that. I don't want to blame it all on 5G. And of course, it could be some environmental thing where you dump like BP, dumped a bunch of oil, and now you're poisoning birds. So mm-hmm. it could be all kinds of things. And another, and another thing too that like just to, you know, you know, add on to that, you know, it could be a, a number of factors, uh, which will, you know, lead into, you know, our second conspiracy on the 5G's pandemic is that, you know, we don't take account into like the food that we're eating too, as well. Like the food quality has drastically diminished. Um, you know, the whole thing with Monsanto um, and the seeding with farmers, that, like that. That's the, another topic altogether. Monsanto yeah, ex- by itself is correct. Yeah, and you know, we we don't take into account that hey, like when farmers are seeding, 
these Monsanto branded fucking seeds, these genetically modified seeds that, Hey, animals are eating that, you know, they're picking these up, they're dropping it elsewhere, you know? So, you know, the rat population is eating it, probably developing tumors as well. So we're not taking into account that like the food quality that, you know, the world pretty much is eating right now is drastically diminished and you know it's affecting everything you know in the circle of life as well so that's one thing too that like i i will point out with that because i did see that and then at the same time i googled like hey like what could be the causation for you know the birds you know it could be you know the electromagnetic uh, radio frequency radiation that's going on in the air it's possible i don't know i'm not bill guy the science guy i'm not beekman from beekman's world but uh, <laughs> um it, it, we got we definitely that's the number one thing for anything is diet you know that's that's the thing that's going to always um directly affect you know any sentient beings um system you know and immune system and whatnot which brings us um to the third conspiracy um on this whole 5g thing and this is kind of like the silliest one and but it's the one that has gotten the most traction, you know, from the 5G conspiracy because the radiation one, I think that's a little bit more founded, you know, it, it, it's a little bit more logical. And, you know, the jury's still out, like you said, you know, we kind of we're going to kind of give weight to both sides of that theory because it's a very new technology. We don't have all the, you know, the, the facts about it just yet. It's just like when cigarettes came out, it was considered a health product, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah coca-cola was you know and there were studies that were like approved by your doctor like there were all these studies that were coming out like that and that's mm -hmm. almost where i feel like we're at with 5g correct because yeah. sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but one thing that i did see that completely unrelated because i didn't see any any time i looked it up i didn't see any studies relating to um cancers because one of the things that a lot of people relate to the cancers in humans and the cancers just you know they tend to point out brain cancer as like the only way you're going to get cancer from 5g or if there were any kind of like um, electromagnetic waves that that's the only one that would affect it. So for some reason they always point out brain cancer to be the one possibly because we hold phones to our heads when we talk. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but the numbers of cancers has increased, especially from 2010 to 2020. Mm -hmm. It has increased by like almost 25% in men and 21% in women. So it is increasing. That, that is a thing. Whether that's related to, again, diet, um, the shit that we put in our water. We did an episode on fluoridation in the water. We right. did, you know, we're doing 5G now. It could be a number of factors that we put into our bodies that we're poisoning ourselves. And you know, not saying one is definitely to blame, but there is something there that we're definitely adding some, something to, mm -hmm. into, into, the, into our ecosystem. Yeah, like into the equation that's fucking us up. This might be all the fucking McDonald's we're eating. I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> or Burger King. Yeah, or Burger King. That fucking, what's that burger that they put out? That shit gave me diarrhea for like two days. The Impossible Whopper? Yeah, that's not plants. <laughs> what the fuck? Plants don't give me diarrhea. <laughs> Unless it's beans, but that's yeah. a lugim or whatever. Um, well, okay, so to go into the second um, conspiracy, is that 5G causes the coronavirus? um this yeah exactly you laughed at that and <laughs> i i agree with you on that that just seems as silly as shit and um it's it's one of those things we touched on when we did the uh first um, coronavirus episode you know when we we're talking about this um that like how is this be how is this being spread across the internet um that everything that we talked about with the radiation how does that create 
a fucking uh, virus uh, being spread. But it, it was something that was spread by, you know, conspiracy theorists like Sam Tripoli, Eddie Bravo, people like that. Um, QAnon, that whole fucking legion of fans there. And the anti-vaxxers, which hold like, I think it was like the second most Facebook groups on the internet. Um, the alt-right, obviously, you know, they all, you know, go on. Um, Friends and, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-5G, shout out the graveyard show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anti-5Gers. Um, and, and this was a big one too. Um, a lot of black celebrities um, were spreading this. You know, I talked about how D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, I believe Carrie Hilson, that R&B singer that had like one hit. Um, she was spreading that on her Instagram. Uh, Tyrese is crazy ass was spreading that around. Um, you know, uh, the Wake Up Show, I believe, or the Breakfast Club, I think they were talking about it too. And um, Woody Harrelson, MIA, that other one hit wonder, if you will. And a lot of Instagram models, so like those girls that, you know, make their millions by showing like themselves like in thongs like every fucking other um uh instagram post uh shout out to them keep doing what you're doing uh but they they th this is how this was being spread is just basically like you know uh social media influencers they were putting it out there and on the surface if you're not versed in how fucking you know 5g works it, it's one of those things that if you hear somebody um credible talk about it uh, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I, I can get on with that. It's kind of like doing that lazy research, if you will. And in Britain, I believe, um, oh, where's Black Sabbath from? Birmingham. You had a lot of people in that community that were burning 5G cell towers. Or they were yeah, going I up, saw that. They were going up to uh, cell phone workers, you know, during the lockdown. You know, they were confronting them and saying, like, you realize you're killing more people because of this. You know, this is uh, the reason for the coronavirus. And, you know, you're, you're just killing babies out here and whatnot. And, like, you just see those guys like, dude, fuck off. Like, I'm just trying to do my job here. And um, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, once you do that first part of the research that we were just talking about right now. Um, but it, it, it feeds into another thing I want to talk about, where it's like, I was talking about, you know, credible people or somebody that sounds credible um, saying a bunch of words and whatnot that, you know, sound scientific and people just kind of adopt that like, oh, OK, that's that's what I was going to. That's how my train of thought is going to go down. And uh, one video that was um, on YouTube, it was by Dr. Thomas Cowan, MD, um, talked about, you know, how. Society. You know, every every pandemic since, you know, the early 20th century um, has be has been as a result of the electric the electrification of um, the world. Um, so basically he was saying he's putting it out there that, hey, and um, the emergence of radio waves um, caused uh, the, the Spanish flu. And he, you know, gave, you know, some dates, if you will. Um, then he was talking about how, you know, when 3G came out, you know, that was responsible for the SARS outbreak. 4G, you had the swine flu. Uh, during World War II, uh, you had like a big pandemic. And then in 1968, I guess there was the Hong Kong flu where, you know, you had like the, the manipulation Hong of Kong Van flu. Yeah, the, the manipulation of the Van Allen Bella, if you will. Kong flu. <laughs> the Kong flu. Sorry, my fucking boy. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it is the Rona. Maybe I am a fucking asymptomatic fucking carrier. But these last three weeks, dude, the more I talk, the more my voice fucking 
starts Dude, to go out. I have to like keep drinking water. I almost choked right now as I was talking. I think it's allergies. Like I have seasonal allergies. Mm-hmm. So every morning I wake up and I'm pretty congested. And then as my day goes on, I feel less and less congested. Mm-hmm. But like um I was about to go mow the mow the lawn in the backyard right now and I was like, no, I better not do that before we record because then I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna be all fucking mocoso and shit. <laughs> so, Sound like fucking hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Alright, what's up, guys? shout out to eddie um but anyways um he's throwing out all these dates out here about you know how you know when we first started using you know radio waves uh that's when the spanish flu happened uh but it was full of like just mass fucking incorrect information um the spanish flu actually started i believe like it was in like 1917 and then radio waves, like your basic radio waves that would have, you know, hey, this is Art LeBeau coming at you from the Pinta in Wasco, shouting out a shout out to Chicho. Uh, that shit didn't start until 1920. And the United States was the only place in the world that was using it at that time. It didn't even become like a worldwide thing with radio waves. So like 1922, like 19, almost like 1930. So when he was saying that, you know, that, that, that radio waves were the cause of, like, the Spanish flu, which originated in Spain, which is, like, fuck, what, like a 15, 16-hour plane ride, you know, away from where the first uh, radio tower was from. That, 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 that's the, the bullshit that gets these videos taken down from YouTube. And then the whole thing with, you know, World War II, like, we were getting blanketed you know, by radar because the whole world was sending out radar and whatnot. It's just incorrect as well because radar does not travel that far. And then the whole world was not being blanketed and, um, you know, these electrical magnetic fields or whatnot because of the radar. And then he was pointing out that 1968, you know, there was this big flu going on uh, with the Hong Kong flu. And he was talking about the Van Allen belt and whatnot. And I was like, this motherfucker, like, that's not even possible because we only had like one satellite or like one or two satellites in, you know, the system. And that's not going to affect the whole entire world. And I believe, um, what was it? Uh, the Russians, that was the Russian satellite, which right. was not powerful at all. So, the, I, so I didn't really look into this conspiracy theory just cause I, I don't see the correlation between the two. I wish there was more making the correlation that it weakens our immune system and that's why i guess but like for the most part yeah you're right i mean i i don't think you have to you have to distinguish the two things um from from where we were the spanish flu to where we are now it's two completely different things right. if he's bringing up the the van allen belt um that's so random because I don't know. I, I love the Van Allen belt in my uh, moon theory and my moon theory was uh, the moon landing was fake conspiracy because I, I think that, that it would affect if people were fucking trying to fly out of the world <laughs> to the moon. I get that. But if but I don't understand how the Van Allen belt would affect people on the, Earth. I guess what he was trying to say is that, you know, once uh, Russia or the Soviet Union, you know, flew out the satellite it manipulated you know the van allen belt in such a way that you know it created this new pandemic because it weakened the immune system uh, but that's like one head of the whole like 5g that created the coronavirus another one's even more asinine where i saw this guy i went to sc- 
high school with. Uh, mind you, he was a D plus student. He currently works out in the oil fields, which is not, you're not going to get the brightest, the best and brightest out there in that field. You know, shout out to anybody that does work in the oil fields and has a, you know, straight head on your shoulders. But um, he was just like your stereotypical, just like, oh yeah, I saw a meme on the internet and I'm going to believe that. Um, but he was believing that, yeah, that the 5G is actually the virus is being transmitted through 5G waves. Like it actually, the radio waves are transmitting the actual fucking virus, which is fucking stupid as shit. Like, I don't know how anyone can think of that. I mean, that'd be like, if we were able to do this, I'm sure like we would be, be able to transmit food and water to fucking countries, you know, like in the Sudan and what, whatnot, but it's just not possible. Radio wave, radio wave just cannot do that. Like it's, and for a virus to be able to do that, like it's not possible. Yeah. I, I don't understand the 5g, the 5g thing. The I'm sorry, the 5g and the coronavirus. Now the coronavirus does have some really interesting conspiracies behind it. I just don't think that this is one of them. No, I, I do think that there's so much like either misinformation or bad information that's going around with the coronavirus that, um, you know, it, it it scares me in the sense that, like, uh, I don't see the end in sight to the coronavirus. Like, <laughs> uh, if it becomes a seasonal thing, then this is just something that we have to, like, live with for the rest of our lives or something. I don't know. But, I don't know. That would be weird if, like, we – this was, like, the new norm, you know, like, every, you know, March through June, you know, we just we got to be stay locked. inside. Which, you know, as somebody that, you know, is antisocial as fuck, like <laughs> I can yeah. I can kind of dig. But um, another thing is, is that the coronavirus is actually fake and that, you know, this is a global conspiracy, you know, by the world elite um, to get us to stay inside while they put up these 5G towers to, you know, mind manipulate us and, you know, cause us to be more docile, like, you know, uh, fluoride in our water and whatnot. So that that was another part of the coronavirus that is just not real at all. And that, you know, it's just an excuse to, you know, put up more towers, you know, while everybody is inside, which is kind of stupid as well, because people are still <laughs> free to go out. You know, it's not like fucking Nazi Germany right now. Yeah, I don't understand why they would need to do it under the undercover. Like, like everybody knows who AT&T and T-Mobile are. It's not like there's some kind of like undercover men in black type of shit. Mm -hmm. um, so... I don't get that. I don't understand the correlation between 5G and coronavirus, but to me, it's just like a lot of those uneducated people that you don't know, get their news basically from internet memes. And that's the unfortunate part of society right now. You really have to be careful of internet memes. And this is like everybody, like just be careful. I remember when the whole coronavirus thing was like popping off, people were posting some like whiteboard. And they were like, I saw this at a, at a doctor's office today. And it was just like, like coronavirus facts, which, you know, fast forward now, we're in April, almost May. Like, we now know that all that shit was fake. Like, mm -hmm. every single one of those facts were like fake. It was basically saying it's just a flu, go home. Um, and um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know about like, about how deadly the coronavirus is because i'm not a doctor and like i think most people that go online and try to pretend that they know all the answers are like that's probably the like the least credible person you should listen to mm -hmm. um um well, i don't know i mean the coronavirus can get its own 
episode we should bring on like a medical medical professional and like pick their brain on that because i i don't know i don't i don't really know the answers to, to the coronavirus but you know who of, does hmm. bill gates bill gates does bill gates owns a patent on a coronavirus vaccine yeah does he i mean i didn't see that or is that or he just being no no, no he owns he does own a coronavirus vaccine patent but not for the COVID-19, or is it just for a form of the human? So virus? here's the thing about it. Um, apparently, he is, it's already being tested out in some third world countries. And I was talking to Maddie about this, Maddie friend of the show. He's been on the show many times. Mm -hmm. But apparently, this is one thing that my sister and Maddie were talking about. Because I was going, I was talking, I was testing this out yesterday. And while I was testing this out, I was telling them what, the, uh, what we were going to talk about today. And then they were telling me that uh, Bill Gates was testing it out in a rural country in Africa, and mm -hmm. they were and they were definitely in um, putting vaccines in um, people in in Africa. But my sister was saying like that's kind of outrageous because why isn't that being done here in the United States? If if unless it's not viewed as safe or if it's so like <laughs> experimental at this point, exactly. so that's a whole different conspiracy theory because he does own that patent on it mm -hmm. and he was you know uh, you know hats off to him he was really on the cutting edge of coronavirus like the like he knew a virus we you know we had talked about in the past you and i how like one of the topics that we should talk about was probably going to be i want to do armageddon and one of the things you know like whether it be meteor or a super, super volcano or a disease <laughs> that comes in and wipes us out like something was going to happen probably in our lifetimes and mm -hmm. you know like fast forward a couple of months later a virus so the idea of a virus coming out and wiping a large part part of the population i don't think it was unheard of but um he was really on the cutting edge of it like he was he had used the the word coronavirus like mm -hmm. during some of his ted talks as well whether it be this version of the coronavirus because there is multiple versions of the coronavirus correct specifically COVID 19. i don't know if he was specifically talking about COVID 19 uh, mm -hmm. or maybe one of the more deadlier ones um but because uh, bird flu and like those things those all still fall under coronavirus correct so i think he was just talking about a, a like sars or something like that where it could affect a large portion of the population but i don't think he meant this one specifically and this is like where i think we can get into like how disinformation on the internet like how do we regulate it because uh, originally you pitched the idea of like you know the conspiracy theories around bill gates um being out there and i was looking at him and it all kind of circulated circled around this and it's kind of like taking that ted talk out of context and i watched the entire ted talk is boring as shit so i had to watch it a couple of times uh, but basically you have you know I don't know if he's the world's richest man, but he's definitely one of, but, or, you know, it's like a competing uh, graph, if you will, where he's, you know, sometimes the most richest or sometimes richest, but um, this has like been like his passion project where, you know, he, you know, cares about, you know, getting people vaccinated, which, you know, anti-vax vax people, they're going to use him as a fucking, you know, dartboard you know to throw that out there and then within the ted talk he talked about how you know this is going to help you know people you know live longer lives and the key word that a lot of fake news sites you know circle back to is that he used the the term population control 
And he's doubled down on that, you know, multiple times. You know, there was an interview with him and um, Trevor Noah of The Daily Show, 22-minute um, interview, which really good interview, by the way. Um, him, you know, with, you know, multiple news sites and journalists or whatever talking about this. And he always doubles down on that with the whole uh, population control. And, like, that's the big conspiracy, the third, the three-headed, you know, dog here is that, you know, that this whole 5G is, um, you know, a brainchild of the elite, you know, headed by Bill Gates. Um, to create 5G, which was going to spread the coronavirus um, because he owns the patent to, you know, the cure of it. And so he's going to spread it out, create this, you know, world pandemic, and then he's going to make even more money by holding, you know, the cure in his hand, if you will. Um, But what he's talking about here, and if, you know, you actually sit down and listen to the words that are being said, and then you vet it with actual science, um, not memes or fucking YouTube videos or fucking... 4chan or 8chan, if you will. Um, He's talking about population control where he goes, if you see countries that don't have access to, you know, adequate medical care or, you know, basic vaccines, you know, you know, they're having multiple children because the reality is these, these families who are having children, a lot of these kids don't make it past their fifth or sixth birthday because of basic diseases that we have vaccines for. You know, like I said, I have, you know, a newborn child and you constantly have to take him in, you know, every two weeks. Or even if you get a new puppy, you have to take them in, you know, for their fucking shots, if you will. So that way they're, you know, you helps build up their immune system to all the shit that's out there. You know, that's what makes this coronavirus, the COVID-19, so dangerous is that we don't have, you know, a vaccine for it or a game plan against it just yet. Uh, but, you know, the other human coronaviruses out there, you can, you know, get your basic Lysol, you know, from Walmart, the Walmart brand, and it'll kill, you know, the known coronaviruses that are out there, or, you know, the past coronavirus pandemics, like, you know, SARS or MERS or whatnot, you know, we have a game plan against it. But this current one, you know, like, like we're fucking, we're, we're calling, we're calling, we're shooting from the hip, if you will, trying to figure out some kind of um, cure for it, which the president, you know, put out something like some drug out there that, oh, you know, science has shown that this was going to help or whatever. And it turns out that, you know, what Bill Gates is being accused of, the president is actually actively taking a part of where he has, you know, monetary investments in this cure for the coronavirus, if you will. But that's obviously not being talked about by the QAnon community. But basically what um, Bill Gates and his wife, you know, Melinda are trying to do is they're trying to get, you know, access to, um, you know, healthcare to, you know, the, the poor people in Africa, you know, trying to get vaccines out there, trying to be on top of a world pandemic. And he's been on the cutting edge of this since, you know, the whole, you know, SARS pandemic, if you will, because he saw that, hey, and we're seeing it currently right now that, you know, local governments and federal governments were not prepared enough, you know, to have enough ventilators or, you know, face masks, you know, for, you know, our first responders, you know, nurses, if you will. And he saw that back, you know, when this Ted talk um, happened, I don't, I forgot what year it was, but it was a couple years ago, if you will. And he was like, dude, this is a big problem, you know, and as you know, somebody with, you know, billions of dollars, you know, want to help get that message out there. So that way, you know, Hey, when something happens, which, you know, like you said, you know, like a volcano or, you know, the bird flu or the swine flu or fucking MERS or something. When something hits like that, we're not underprepared. Like there is enough resources out there, you know, to come combat this. Like we're so prepared, you know, to fight ISIS and to fight fucking Al Qaeda right now that we're ignoring like, like the, you know, the biological weapons that are out there right now. And so he saw that problem 
And that has been like his miss, mission basically since like 2003, I want to say. So that kind of gets twisted with a lot of this like actual fake news. Yeah. So that TED Talk, I believe it happened in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was fairly recent. It's not the most recent. but it's fair. Um, I guess, you know, just to be the uh, devil's avocado here, um, <laughs> um, I think most people would ask the question, if you see, if you have this vaccine that you think is relatively you know, functional, and it is being used currently, it's still mm-hmm. being used. I forget which African country it is, but it is a pretty impoverished country that it is being used. And, and then one other thing before I get into that is Africa has some of the lowest numbers of coronavirus. Like it's not very affected the way um, a lot of the European countries, Indian countries, like that but, part of that part of the country being affected. Like we saw Italy. Italy is probably the most like European country that was uh, sorry the most affected European country. But the reason for that, though, is because of the because me- to have like cases reported, people actually have to be tested. And to Bill Gates's point, if you don't have enough tests or, you know, supplies out there to test people, you don't know who's walking around having this. I'm one actual scientist was talking about like there's possible that the coronavirus has been here in America, you know, since before, you know, uh, that cruise ship came over here. It's just that we didn't have the test to know. And, you know, if you listen to the latest um, Joe Rogan episode with Brendan Schaub. Britain Shaw was talking about like, yeah, man, like I was flying from, I forgot where it was, uh, but it was for somewhere in the East coast where, you know, that happened. And then he said, I flew to Washington. And after I flew to Washington in early um, January, December ish, you know, do a comedy show like me and my wife and my kids, like we all got super sick, the sickest we had ever gotten in our lives, like with a flu. And he go, and they, tied in kind of to what this scientist said auxiliary, you know, when I was doing this research where it's like, that could have been here. It's just that we don't know if um, let's use Brendan Shaw, for example, if he had the COVID-19, I'm like, I'm going to stop calling it the coronavirus because there's multiple coronaviruses out there. But the reason for such the low numbers of people in Africa is that these people aren't being tested. You know, they don't have enough tests for them, you know, to plan to Bill Gates's. Yeah. I get that. And I've, I've, have heard that, that whole, um, that it could have already been here. And this is actually the second wave of us getting hit already. Possibly. So, you know, I have heard that, but, um, I don't understand, um, why he wouldn't go towards, Hey, like we have confirmed cases here mm-hmm. as opposed to going, Hey, there's not a lot of confirmed cases. Let me just go treat people that are not confirmed. And then, and then still treat them, even though they're not confirmed. Um, I don't understand. Huh? It's because of the government regulation. We can't put it out there. Um, I get that. So like, I get that. I get that if there's government regulations that you can't, and then specifically like what determines a positive test is still up for debate, which is sad at this point. Yep. Testing three times to make sure that they get three positive test results. Some of them are just like one and done. Like, hey, you tested positive, done. You have it for sure. So still what we're determining, um, what's a positive test and what's not a positive test. So I heard something where they want to do like a, a less invasive test where they want to take like a sample of your RNA. Um, so not your DNA, but your RNA, which is different. Um, it's kind of like a 23andMe like DNA swab, which yeah. like that shit scares me more than anything, actually. That opens up a whole other floodgate right there, huh? Yeah, it's like, you know, there's so many things that like, um, there was even, 
there was talk and I don't, I don't want to put this person in trouble. So I'm not going to say who they were, but there, there, there has been a talk of potentially places like, let's say a Disneyland or going to a concert or something like that. Like anytime you're going to enter, like let's say you're going to go to a Dodgers game. Mm -hmm. Um, they would want to make sure that you're up to date with your vaccines just to make sure. So they would have like a, uh, like a vaccine ID kind of thing to make mm-hmm. sure that you you check out before you actually can enter a large stadium like that, which starts getting into like that really weird, like invasion like, of privacy, invasion of privacy. Like I get it, but I don't get it. Like I, like even things with like money, like I've, I've ever, I've heard conspiracy theorists bring this up of wouldn't this be the easiest way oh shout out to the ectoplasm show by the way another podcast on the pod belly network yeah pick um, out a podcast everybody yeah um they're not all great but they are shout out to ectoplasm but um they uh they brought up this thing where they were saying like wouldn't this be the easiest time to get rid of money like just paper currency and nickels and dimes because at this point you can get rid of it if you wanted to introduce something like the Euro in the European countries, you can introduce the Amero here. You can introduce a world currency, kind of like Bitcoin, but now by a big bank. So we have a central world bank at this point where like, we're all back in you know, servitude to this one like large overlord. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds crazy, but I could see it happening. I could see it awesome. happening in the next five years where we're like, hey guys, remember the, the coronavirus and how many people like, died but what if we just got rid of currency and now we can just exchange money digitally mm-hmm. and we only need one bank to control it all like i could see something like that happening so like there's multiple conspiracies around the whole coronavirus yeah. um and of course like there's not enough research coronavirus is so new like especially to the united states it's really only been here about three months and like know. worldwide it's been, yeah that we know of and worldwide really about four or five months that we know of mm-hmm. so um it's still a relatively new thing there really hasn't been enough research there really hasn't been enough like time really we don't have enough yeah time. i feel like everybody job. everyone's kind of shooting from the hip and i think this is ripe for conspiracies like you said i mean I look at it like this. It's kind of like when between season seven and eight of Game of Thrones, like that was there was a very long period of like uncertainty, like, oh, shoot, when are we going to see, you know, the finale of this, um, the series that we've all invested like 10 years into whatnot. Right. So everybody's invested into this coronavirus and every, you know, we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast, how like everybody has to have an opinion. You know, every, it seems like society is not comfortable with saying like, well, I just don't know. And that's unfortunate, but everybody has to, you know, land on some kind of opinion nowadays. Everybody has to have a pedestal to land on. And because of that, you get lazy um, thought processes where people will just adopt things that they've seen on memes or shitty YouTube videos or fucking uh, message boards, if you will. You know, they just adopt what somebody else has said who has just interpreted, you know, what, you know, actual scientist or scientist has said. And one thing too that's going around that I want to point out too is they they they're saying that in conjunction with the five G being rolled out, um, China was actually the United States and China are the two countries that are you know battling to be you know at the forefront of the five G movement because five G is going to be a very powerful tool moving forward. You're going to have you know driverless cars that are going to be able to you know get to and fro. Um, you're going to be able to have people that are going to get surgery done 
you know, from across the country. So it's not like, you, you know, if you need like an immediate surgery, it's not like you're going to have to wait weeks and whatnot to get a doctor in your town or have to drive to another town to get, you know, this immediate surgery. You can have somebody in New York perform a surgery on somebody in, you know, Brazil, if you will, due to this uh, 5G technology. So it's going to be a very useful um, economic and fucking just powerhouse of a fucking tool for, you know, whatever country's on the forefront of it. And right now China's at the forefront of it. And one thing that's going around that I just want to put out there that, you know, I looked up, you know, like almost all day, like to find out like where exactly was the first place to have 5G coverage. Now, the theory that's going on out there is that, you know, it works in conjunction with, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic is that Wuhan, China, that's where, you know, we can all agree that like this, you know, COVID-19 pretty much originated at, you know, they're saying, you know, in these wet markets, if you will. Uh, but they're saying that that was actually the first city to get 5G towers. Now, Wuhan's a very large uh, metropolitan area. I believe it was like 11 million to 18 million people that live in that one city. So we're talking about super close quarters or whatever, right? So keep that in mind. But the the misinformation being put out there is that as soon as a 5G tower goes up or towers or cells that go up in a city, that's where the coronavirus explodes and this is what's causing, you know, the coronavirus or the COVID-19 virus. But the fact of it is, and like, just like that doctor on YouTube that was talking about that, Oh, the Spanish flu was due to, you know, radio waves being introduced to the world is, is that that Wuhan wasn't the first place to start getting 5g coverage. Now China was actually, you know, ahead of the United States to get, you know, the 5g, but the actual city to actually start rolling this out in mass was Beijing. Wuhan didn't get it till well after the first documented case of coronavirus. So that's one thing I do want to point out that, you know, that's being issued out there lazily, if you will, by people that, you know, rely on YouTube videos by who's that one um, conspiracy theorist on YouTube that you referenced that we kind of make fun of a couple of times. Sean Dawson or something like that. Oh, Shane Dawson. Yeah, there you go. Shane Dawson. So, or whatever. so one speaking of YouTube videos, one of the big, big videos, cause I, and that's one of those things you really can't find conspiracy theory videos online anymore unless you are Shane Dawson. The word, the f- word, the phrase coronavirus cannot be used on YouTube unless you're part of like, like unless you're Donald Trump, you can't say it. Um, <laughs> so one of the one of the first videos that I looked up because usually the, I'm very lazy in my research. I usually start with, let me see if YouTube has anything that like will will like you know start light the fire of uh, the conspiracy theory then i usually go wikipedia then i usually start going down websites that i find and then that's mm-hmm. usually where my research comes from the most popular video that i saw online for 5g was like a debunking of 5g mm-hmm. and it was by cnet now one of the things that like really bothered me about this is cnet is owned by cbs mm-hmm. and cbs has tons of apps. I actually wrote down some of the apps. I think it was a uh, CBS sports, CBS news, CNET itself has its own app, GameStop, TV guide. They're all like a bunch of apps that they own. It was like the most biased thing I've, I've ever seen. And then, mm-hmm. uh, there's even a part in the video where, um, the doctor brings up that, that right experiment that we were referencing earlier. Mm-hmm. And then he basically like, stops it right before he talks about the the conclusion that the mice did end up with with cancer and he's like yeah but they use an extremely amount of like extremely high amount of radiation which isn't true 
they used the amount of radiation that was coming from the cell phones that were at that time. And then, yes, they were using nine hours worth of it. But if you really think about it, if you look at your daily use of your phone, of how much you're on it, you're yeah. probably on it about four hours a day, like from built up from like every time you go take a shit, every time you like Google something on Pornhub, four, whatever you're on. That's four hours right there. That whole shit, that shit part, that's four hours right there, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, like whatever it is, it all builds up. You're probably on it like easily four hours a day. Um, so I don't think it's that extreme that that um, that if you put a mice there for like eight years, they were going to develop these cancerous growths. Um, so I just thought his whole thing was like fucking ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. the everything that's like propaganda to destroy conspiracy theories is front page news like everything that's like conspiracy theories are stupid and that kind of i've brought it up in, on multiple podcasts before that it bothers me that conspiracy theorists are viewed as like these idiots that don't know anything and granted a lot of times they are fucking stupid like i agree with you 100 that i don't see the correlation between uh, 5G. 5g and coronavirus and i think that's ridiculous and it you know, it's it's stupid and things like QAnon. We did a QAnon episode, and QAnon is just fucking throwing darts at a wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, but you know, there is some correlation and some science behind cancerous growths and five G. Like that is undeniable. There is some there. Now we don't have enough data. It's just a relatively new science, and and that's the other thing that's difficult. That it's hard for us to study these things. We're in a point in in society now where technology is coming out faster than it's ever come out before. It's hard for us to keep up with studies to the point where like, by the time the next study is out and conclusive, like we have an answer, we'll probably already be on like 10 G. Like yeah. it will already be a completely different time period in our lives. We probably already have phones built into our skins at that point. Like mark of the beast. Yeah, no, like we're, we're just going so fast in technology that science is having trouble keeping up with it. And the original SARS pandemic, I believe last year we barely got the vaccine for that. And how long, how many years ago was that? That was like 2003. Yeah, that was a long, dude, I remember, I don't know if is SARS the same thing as bird flu. Uh, yeah. And so with that, like that exactly what you were talking about, the study on that, it was a big deal back when, you know, that was popping, but you know, it kind of fell to the wayside because it was no longer, you know, in the news, in the media, whatnot. It, it was just, you know, happenstance that, you know, hey, you know, a, a, a small group of people were able to, you know, get on it and keep working on it. But it's one of those things where, you know, we moved on from it, you know, like you were saying with the technology, but, you know, by the time, you know, we get all the information that we need to know about 5G, we're already going to be on 10G, if you will. So, um, and you bring up some good points about that perspective of it, where it's just like, you know, and, it, and it's a great mirror of where we're at politically in this country as well, where it's just like, hey, if you're a con if you if you look at this conspiracy theory, you're automatically a dumbass. And for the most part, I think that like I referenced, like that guy that I went to high school with that works out in the oil fields, if you will. You know, that's a that's a good chunk of people like they believe this conspiracy the whole 5g if you will like it's just like they're they do that lazy research where it's just like well i saw a meme on the internet that bernie sanders wants to charge um and this is a real thing that he posted he wants to you know the the average american working person that only makes fifty thousand dollars a year he wants to 
who wants to tax them 75%. That's real. So I'm going to vote for Donald Trump, who, who always has my best interest in heart. That's a real thing that he put out there. And that's like one spectrum of society. And then the other spectrum of society is like what you were talking about, where, you know, you know, a corporation that's owned by, you know, CBS is going to, you know, with all of its power and influence, put just their perspective out there. Yeah. And I think and- this is why education is very important because your basic English class that's going to make you do a research paper teaches you, hey, you need at least three conflicting sources. And then you need to come up with your own opinion about those three sources and, you know, put your own original, you know, thought process to this, your own critical thinking to this. And this is like when you look at, you know, again, like we both agree that, you know, this whole 5G and coronavirus thing, you know, is bullshit. But I feel like people aren't doing that. You know, they, you know, I was referencing the whole you know, the 5G was implemented in Wuhan, China, and they put out the thing that, hey, everywhere where there's a 5G tower, that's where coronavirus is hitting, which is not correct. If you look at the World Health Organization's map, you know, you see large number of people in, you know, Japan and Iran was one of the biggest ones. And guess what? They did not have 5G at that time. I believe, you know, as of today, 5G was already rolling out, but you would see coronavirus hit even before the first documented cell tower would be up because a cell tower has to be, you know, registered before it can, um, you know, go into effect. It has to be registered out there first before it can start emitting wavelengths. And that's just any, you know, reasonable government, you know, Norway, I believe they would not put out any 5G cell towers until they had, you know, all the data from, you know, the World Health Organization until they had all the data from, you know, their local CDC, you know, every country, you know, they, you know, that would go up. But before that came in, they already had documented cases of coronavirus. So you're talking about countries that didn't even have 5G coverage at all. You know, they already had, you know, like 100 documented coronavirus or COVID-19 virus deaths on record. And so that's the one thing too, where it's just like, you have these two camps, it's two conflicting camps here, you know, you got the you know, the meat, I hate to be one of these people, but, you know, you have these people that are, you know, moguls, you know, like CBS, you know, able to put out their agenda at mass, you know, they own fucking everything, you know, but then you have the other side of it where you just have just human nature, where it's just lazy, where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to adopt what sounds reasonable to me that this meme spoke to me about. And that's how you get presidents like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is important. I think you, you make a really good point with the whole, you know, writing an essay. Uh, you know, that's a, really, that's a really good analogy just because it is important. You know, some of, the, some of the places that I looked at were the World Health Organization. Uh, one of them was um, a school. I forgot. I, I forgot the school. I actually wrote it. John Hopkins? Uh, no, not John Hopkins. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, it was Professor Andrew Wood. Um, he okay. teaches at uh, Swingburn University of Technology. Mm-hmm. So that was my other like source that I did. And then you know my uh, my dumbest source was that CNET thing. Mm-hmm. And um, the way this is the part that really bothers me. If you go to YouTube, if you look up Shane Dawson, let's say Shane Dawson for an example. For the most part, Shane Dawson is just like a regular guy who makes his living off his YouTube. And he edits his own videos or whatever. He has his friends or whatever. Like, you know, a lot of these YouTubers are like this. Like, YouTuber X just does his YouTube from his kitchen. And he, like, finds footage and puts it all together and edits it all together. And it's, mm-hmm. bam. That that CNET 
video is edited together. It looks like something like that, like something that just some dude, some college educated dude is like doing it from his, from his basement and like putting it all together, which is not the truth. Yeah. It's paid by CBS. And to me that that's the part that's really scary that Mm -hmm. people's opinions are very swayed by like, by people like that. People, you know, whether you like Shane Dawson or don't like Shane Dawson, a lot of people, people usually younger than us, um, people usually in their early 20s, they're probably very influenced by Shane Dawson or people mm-hmm. like Shane Dawson. Or Alex um, Jones or, or people like that. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't know about Alex Jones. I would say Alex Jones is more like older, older people. Crowd. Yeah. But, but uh, let's just say YouTubers in general, people that are in their early 20s. Let's just focus on that crowd right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a more influence, uh, easily influenced crowd. When you're younger, you want to fit in. You want to have opinions. You want to have those opinions. That's why and no, I'm wearing a Bernie Sanders shirt right now. But people that age tend to like Bernie Sanders because his ideas are so radical. Mm-hmm. And I think that when they see a radical opinion or they see somebody that put their thoughts and efforts into something the way as Shane Dawson, and I'm just using Shane Dawson because I can't think of very many YouTubers. <laughs> I'm not that big on YouTube. But um, – uh, I basically uh, just watch dumb shit on YouTube, but <laughs> monkeys but, jerking off. Yeah, I know. But but um, shout out to Film Theory. I'm a big fan of Film Theory on YouTube, so look them up. Uh, um, so people like that tend to trust a person like Shane Dawson because this is just a dude that's doing this as a, almost a passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, but. CBS is disguising their bullshit as like also another dude like a Shane Dawson. It's anything but. It's it's meant to trick your mind. It's meant to trick the person to be like, well, see, this motherfucker did the research and it turned out uh, 5G is all fake, which is total bullshit. Same thing with like if you look up the moon landing, right? Ten years ago, if you looked up the moon landing, you would find like ten different videos showing you why it's fake and all this bullshit. Now, if you look it up, it's nothing but like anti-moon landing things. Same thing with like every conspiracy theory out there right now. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm just saying, like, be careful where you get your sources. I would agree with Jacob. Have at least three different conflicting sources, mm-hmm. and then try to make up your own mind. Um, yeah, because I will say that, this. I'll go ahead. Uh, who's that guy that was Andrew Andrew Woon or something like that? The guy that was running for president recently. Oh yeah, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, yeah. Um, so Andrew Yang had that thing where he wanted to give people like a thousand dollars a month. You oh, know, uni- basic universal income, yeah. Yeah, which I'm personally, <laughs> but um, I just have so many issues with it. I think most people just jump into that uh, without really doing the research because a thousand dollars a month sounds really great, and I think it sounds great if you're own a large corporation because that just means that people have more money to spend on on mm-hmm. your product and you but, can decrease the wages as you pay your employees yeah not only that but like inflation will go up mm-hmm. so many things will go up there's just so many cons against it i don't understand like it, it's they dumb down all of the all of the uh studies whenever they speak about universal income or whatever it's called um it's so stupid to me it's like why why is that even coming to the forefront and people support it at all when they don't support universal healthcare, which is, I think more important to have. Especially now when you think about it, like where (laughs) 
it feeds into that whole Bill Gates thing where it's just like we want to have access and we want everybody to have access to this so we have a, a clear picture of what we're dealing with like that's exactly what bill gates was talking about where it's just like we don't know how that we see the the increase of people with coronavirus but they've had it for so long and if we never tested them they never would have been a statistic so it's possible that, that more people actually have it it's just they don't have access to the tests and uh, one thing you, you brought up a great point was is consider your sources. Now, I, I talked about like all these people getting this misinformation and you look at, you know, the three conflicting sources, if you will. Uh, where are they getting this idea that, hey, 5G is, you know, the cause of the coronavirus or the coronavirus is fake or um, Bill Gates is, you know, ahead of the Illuminati and Kobe Bryant was used as a blood sacrifice by the Illuminati because, you know, he was you know, a part of this whole like anti-vax movement or whatever, whatever bullshit that you want to put out there. Um, and it all traces back to now. I know some people on the far right, you know, they listen to this podcast might not agree with this, but this is actual fact that has been vetted by every intelligence agency around the world, not just America, not just by CBS or fucking Fox news, if you will, but every fucking intelligence agency across the world, it's coming from Russia and the and agents, that have been linked to the KGB. And this is well-documented um, that happened during the 2016 election where you would see bots, you know, go into social media and they'll post, you know, things like, oh, there's going to be a pro-Trump rally at, let's say, Home Depot on Mount Vernon. Now that same, you know, a different bot will post, you know, an event on Facebook saying that, oh, we're going to have, um, you know, a Black Panther Party movement right here at the Home Depot on the same Mount Vernon. So they would create conflict within, you know, just to create chaos. And they do this on the internet continuously. You see that anytime our local news, you know, posts something, you know, controversial about the coronavirus or President Trump or Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden now, if you will, you'll see like these bots saying like, go Trump, MAGA or something like that. Then you'll see another bot that says like, you know, fuck Trump or whatever. And just to create, you know, that, um, that chaos, if you will. And so a lot of these memes, a lot of these videos, if you will, um, are, are, are being traced back to Russia and the KGB. Now I talked about, you know, celebrities like Woody Harrelson, like, you know, Cedric, the entertainer, these Instagram models that, you know, show their ass, you know, in, in their, you know, um, Instagram posts or whatever. And it's starting to come out that these celebrities are being paid to post these these pictures, you know, perpetuating the 5G uh, conspiracy, um, you know, because that's how a lot of like Instagram influencers make their money is by their posts um, on Instagram. They'll, they'll be peddling, you know, some vegan, you know, protein shake or whatever, like, hey, just did my workout. And that shows them, you know, with, you know, this vegan protein shake or whatever. And they get $5,000 for posting that picture because it's going to get a million likes. It's the new bill, you know, billboard down, you know, the highway, if you will. So it, can, it started to come out that, you know, these celebrities would post, you know, on their Facebook page, you know, these weird articles, you know, perpetuating, you know, this 5G created the coronavirus theory, or, you know, they'd make, you know, an Instagram post or, you know, a Snapchat post or whatever. And these corporations, a lot like the, the TikTok app thing that you gave me, how then was actually owned by China and has the potential to spy on us, if you will. You know, it was being traced back to Russian companies that had links to the KGB. And so when you consider that source, you're like, oh, how convenient. We're in the middle of an election year. And if we can create this conflict again, like we saw in 2016, it can create chaos in America again and create an even more split um, society.
And that to me, that's where the real conspiracy is with like this whole thing. And this, and that's just facts. That's not just me pulling out some, you know, bullshit about, you know, I'm going to get a virus from a fucking microwave wave from a cell phone tower. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that misinformation is, it truly is the, the real conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, m- people becoming more and more easily manipulated the fact that memes are becoming a news source is ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this very copy and paste style of reality is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I would say, especially for the like people that are in the like uneducated to younger teens to early twenties group. Those are those people also get a vote, and the the fact that they're so easily influenced is is troubling at, at the very least um I, I agree with you though that that is the true that is the true conspiracy is mm-hmm. is where are you getting your news from mm-hmm. where where are they getting their sources from I, I think a lot of people were making uh i'm sure you saw it it was like um like cbs again cbs is coming up a lot Shout out to CBS. Keep doing what you're doing. No, don't keep what you're doing. No, I, I know. Hate, I know. I'm I, just kidding. I hate every single show that's on CBS. Like they have like the wackest comedies. Like oh, they do. They have like fucking like How I Met Your Mother bullshit on there and like yeah. Big Bang Theory. Yep. I hate every fucking show. It's like a fucking CSI, like these dry ass shows or whatever. And just quick, not to get too far off topic. Um, you know, I'm you know teleworking for my job or whatever. And somebody put it out for my job. They're like, hey, CBS Go is offering a free trial month, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I'm Don't like. kill yourself, man. <laughs> and I put it out there. I was like, who the fuck? I, I didn't put who the fuck, though. This is work. I said, who the heck still watches CBS? Like, that's an old person fuck network. And then my bad. I got in trouble for this because everybody at my work is either like 45 years or older. I'm like by far the youngest person that works there. And like, I got so much heat for that. They're like, Jacob, you can't say stuff like that. And you know, my manager, she said, and as a matter of fact, me and my husband watch CBS every single night. And I was like, well, of course you do. Cause you're like 65. So I was just like, to me, like CBS is such like an old person network or whatever. Like yeah. people watch like fucking the wheel of fortune and then like jeopardy. And like, that's their like, dude, that's cap. good. That's good TV though. I, I like jeopardy, but I fucking hate the wheel of fortune. Like that is such fucking bullshit. Hey, if you like jeopardy, check out my boy game or film theory. <laughs> on YouTube, he has an he has an episode on his page about Jeopardy. I'll send it to you. It's hilarious. Nice. But one thing I, I will say though is um I forgot who made this analogy, but the last like six months or so, like every time like we do a conspiracy theory, um, they put it out there that you know, a, a theory, not even conspiracy theory, you have to think of it as of a table. Now a table is going to be able to hold weight, right? If, you know, like the table that I'm recording this podcast on, I have like 75 different things like holding this right now. And I have like a whole like two cases of water, you know, right in front of me, you know, from the grocery store, if you will, which is like what, like 200 pounds that I have probably on this table. So it can hold a substantial amount of weight. So whenever you look at a theory, you have to look at it like what legs are holding this theory, like what was stabilizing, you know, this table, if you will. You got to think of the, you know, the theory as a table. And when I look at like this conspiracy theory, the legs for the table are kind of like like those paper um, cardboard uh, rolls that hold <laughs> hold your toilet paper or your paper ta- paper towels together. Whenever you put some substantial weight or some st- substantial facts to it, it just kind of crumbles, and all the table is basically is a flat piece of wood. You mean five G in general, or you mean 
the 5G and coronavirus. Oh, 5G and coronavirus. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss that. I might look stupid in the future, but I'm going to go ahead and dismiss it. for. I'm just going to gamble and say that mm-hmm. that's bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I don't think, I mean, if I would say take that bet every time. If you're going to take that yeah. to the bet. I'm going to bet. Bellagio, yeah, take that bet every time, uh-huh. dude. Yeah, no, this this is one that I feel pretty safe on that it, there's there's zero to nothing there. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to come at me and talk about these experiments that the World um, Health Organization is coming out with and the fact that, you know, some of these rodents were coming out with with uh, cancerous growths and things like that and the fact that cancer has increased over the last specifically over the last 10 years, yes, let's talk about that. That is something mm-hmm. that, you know, you, there is some weight that you can add to this table and that that's something that it's a shame that I hate to say it, but things like CBS is like kind of covering it up things that you'll see on, on TV. Um, you probably, they probably won't cover 5g unless they're making it look like it's some stupid conspiracy theory mm-hmm. on their, like on their, uh, YouTube pages on CNET or whatever it may be. And you'll never see it on like any publication, any of their channels, anything like that. It will just be dismissed as total, like fucking, shit you know and like they won't they won't put any uh, any actual like any weight to this and that's a damn shame because a lot of people mix mix the 5g conspiracies that there's so many that you know i haven't heard anything any actual real science talking about why these birds are dying there's very little science on this Mm -hmm. you know i'm very interested to find out like i i want to hear it from a reputable news organization or somebody that's actually doing a study not fucking CBS news putting some teenager out there to tell me why I'm stupid and like everything is super biased and like saying that like, no, mm. don't worry, just buy more. Like, so how buy do you more CBS? So I guess like to wrap up this topic, um, if you will, um, this has come up a couple of times. I believe like the first time it was when we were covering the new world order. Um, we were talking before that with you and Maddie and myself. And I just kind of played like the background on it. Cause I don't, I wasn't sure how I felt about it at the time. Um, how do you feel though about YouTube? Um, basically, because what's actively happening now is if you put any, um, you know, five G conspiracy about the coronavirus on online, let, let's just focus on that part of it. The five G, you know, creates the coronavirus or is the cause of coronavirus or coronavirus is fake. Uh, what they're doing is is they're burying it, you know, with their algorithms, <coughs> or what they'll do is they'll completely ban, you know, that channel that's perpetuating it out there. Um, how do you feel about something like that? Um, I mean, that's censorship at its worst, in my opinion. Um, it, it's, I feel, I don't feel good about it. I don't, I don't think that it's, I don't think it's healthy to have a society that, uh, tells you what's okay to talk about and what's not okay to talk about. Um, because YouTube is just another form of dialogue. If you really think about it. Mm-hmm. If you're using YouTube as your form of information and that's how you gather all your information, don't, don't ever do that. Don't you ever use Fox News as your only form of information. Don't use Reddit as your only form of information. Don't use whatever. Don't mm-hmm. use your cousin or my uncle told me, whatever it may be. Don't just have one source. I agree with Jacob. Jacob brought up that beautiful point of having multiple conflicting uh, or um, I guess conflicting sources that, you know, Mm -hmm. that way you can gather your own information at the end of your essay. And that is really important to have because it's important to have that dialogue. But YouTube is, is a modern version of starting a dialogue. And the fact that 50% of that 
has been like erased is terrifying to me. It is, mm-hmm. it is really terrifying because there, there are good ideas in there and there, I think the reason why those are gone um, is kind of, is probably because somebody was onto something. I, I hate to sound totally conspiracy theorist guy, mm-hmm. but I, and I'm not saying like whether it be Sandy hook or whether it be moon landing or whatever it may be, what's what's it hurting anyone if people believe that the moon landing is fake if people this is the part that really bothers me it's like people get really up in arms about about um about hollow earth or flat earth and all these things like that like oh come on man like the science is out that like oh whatever it may be you know but if somebody were to full-on believe like i believe the earth is flat and i don't i don't believe this or that you know like i believe in lizard people whatever it may be it's not hurting anybody i don't think it's hurting anyone i not any more so than like you know it's fucking easter sunday we're fucking a lot of people that are religious they're they're believing that this guy died and came back to life three days later and now we have a fucking holiday about it like that to me is fucking nuts the fact that we have this holiday that is today and like that to me is just equally as nuts as like flat earth or hollow earth um but you know but you can have videos on that on youtube but you can have easter videos all day long donald yeah. trump wanted to open up the country for easter because it would be a beautiful time <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um, to me um i hear everything that you're saying and i really thought about that because that's really how i wanted to end this episode because i was like what what i mean again like we said it's it's like a wrapping paper you know, cardboard tube that we're placing weight on. I mean, the table is going to crush immediately. Like we can completely dismiss this whole 5G thing. And I'm pretty sure YouTube will allow this video to be on their platform because of it. Um, But I'm still even more conflicted about the whole YouTube thing because I am trying to give weight to both sides. So everything that you're saying, I lived in that world and, you know, how I felt about it. I'm like, yeah, like you said, you, you made that point that it's censorship. And, you know, everybody should have their ideas out there. Now, with that said, the internet does exist where, you know, this information, you know, doesn't exclusively have to live on YouTube. I mean, you can go to a variety of sources to still get, you know, this, you know, KGB information that, you know, if 5G is fake and it, you know, it transmitted a virus, you know, you know, wherever there was a 5G tower at. But, you know, it's out there, but it's just people are lazy and people adopt what sounds cool or whoever looks cool. You know, people vote for Donald Trump, not because, you know, they agree with his policies necessarily, you know, go look at those uh, daily show videos where that guy goes out to Trump rallies and, you know, puts like Donald Trump policies and says, just, you know, changes it. Oh, Barack Obama wanted to do this. And it was actually Donald Trump. And like, no, fuck that guy. Whoever came up with that, fuck that guy. Um, So what I'm trying to say is people are just lazy. They just kind of like whoever, whoever they like they just adopt like their mindset, whether it be Anderson Cooper or Tucker Carlson or fucking Alex Jones or Shane Dawson or fucking Brendan Schaub or even Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's one of the biggest movers and shakers. And people will just adopt their opinions because they're lazy. They don't want to do their research or, hey, maybe they're just overworked. You know, we live in a society where, you know, some people are working two or to three minimum wage jobs, you know, just to pay the rent. So they don't have time to do that thing where I said, hey, make sure you look up three sources. And you're just going to adopt whatever's more convenient or what just makes whatever sense. 
in the time it takes you to take a shit on your cell phone, your 5G enabled cell phone, if you will. And so with that said, you know, the other side of that coin, if you will, is just that, hey, there's there's a danger to that, you know, where people, you know, are adopting these lazy theories and it's creating chaos. Like I brought up earlier in the episode where, you know, people in Birmingham, you know, they're attacking, you know, telephone workers, you know, burning up 5G towers you know, which is, that's the new technology there. That's, that's your new cell phone, which is leaving, you know, people who are, you know, contracting the coronavirus in Birmingham, by the way, Birmingham, you know, that was a big, you know, metal community. And I'm not talking about the music genre. That's, you know, what they, they did. That was their industry was metal. You know, Rob Halford has like a beautiful um, saying, or he was talking about like, you'll be in class and you're inhaling, you know, the soot, you know, from the metal, you know, smelting, you know, factory down the street. So metal was a part of my blood from, you know, an early age, if you will. But, you know, with that said, creating all sorts of health problems that leave people susceptible to the coronavirus. Now you have people with coronavirus or the COVID-19 virus and, you know, they're not able to call, you know, you know, relatives, you know, to Zoom them or whatever, because, you know, hey, their 5G tower was burned down by some crazy conspiracy theorist. And as a corporation like YouTube, you know, they have if you will, some kind of social responsibility to be like, hey, you know, this is our platform. How are we going to regulate it? Are we just going to be like, hey, the information's out there like Twitter does. Twitter, you can scroll through Twitter and you're not even following a porn website. But if Tyrese likes or retweets a fucking porn video on Twitter, like you're seeing fucking um, fucking um, Savannah Six, you know, blowing five black dudes or whatever. And, you know, just because that that unfiltered, uncensored you know, platform exists out there. Um, but YouTube is like, hey, what do we do? We don't want, you know, the spread of fake news to be out there. And Facebook does this as well. Um, so what do we well, do? Well, that's a dangerous thing because it's like, what do you consider fake news? That part, I, yeah. I brought up a bunch of cases why that, fi- or, uh, that 5G video that CNET put up shouldn't be on there. Yeah, it's on there. It's front page. If once you look up 5G, you'll find the, the mm-hmm. CNET video. It, to me, it's it's dangerous to say one is fake news and one is, let's face it, like what we're calling fake news is really just unpopular news. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 the reality of, of where we're at. This is the science is now all these five G cases. Uh, whether you start your video by saying, "Hey, the science isn't out on these things," but there are correlations to these types of things. And the whole fucking getting a flu from from five G—that's so absurd. That there's that I can understand why these would get flagged and and taken Man. down. But the but you can still go on YouTube and find uh, uh, SPG Foundation videos all day long on there, and those yeah. are fake as fuck. So yeah. where do you where do you like draw the line of like, hey, this is fake and this is dangerous? And to, I feel you like, on that. Yeah, I totally feel you on that. But what's the reasonable? um compromise you know like that's that that's what i kept dealing with it's just like okay you have freedom over here just put whatever you want on our fucking channel or whatever and you just have a flood of videos accusing bill gates of being the antichrist or whatever and then bill gates can sue google because that's who owns youtube is google um he you know he can sue these you know youtube channels for libel and whatnot and um uh, what is it um character where you know you miss um present a character or whatever and, you know you have all these lawsuits coming at you or or do you just minimize your losses and then just take it down it's one of those balancing acts is like there's no right or wrong answer i don't think you can i think it's just like you just let that 
that corporation do what they will. And as an intelligent human being, you have to be like, okay, that's what they're doing. And like you said earlier, just don't use YouTube exclusively as your one source. You got to use, you know, multiple sources. Um, Hey, like I said, Twitter, that's like open field. Like you can straight up see fucking, you know, bestiality being posted on there and shit. Or, you know, you can do your due diligence, you know, and research, you know, Google isn't the only search, um, search engine that's out there. There's multiple search engines out there. It's just Google just happens to be most convenient one because it's funner to spell when you're entering G O O G L E, you know? So it's just like one of those things where we also have to take accountability where we're not just going to be lazy and rely on one or two sources. We got to look everywhere. You know, that's Google's, that's Google's and YouTube's um, stance and policy. And they have, you know, whether we like it or not, they, that's within their right because it's a privately, you know, owned corporation. It's not a public service like your public park, if you will. It's just that that's how they're going to roll. Then I'll just use them exclusively for that side of the coin. And then for the other side of a coin, I'm going to look over here. And then I just need to come together like a butt cheek right here and then just make my own conclusion. And, and you're right about that. Like, they do have the right to take whatever. They own that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they own whatever you put on there. They can take this out. Hey, I don't want this on my channel. Or like, I don't want mm-hmm. these channels popping up on here. I'm going to delete that shit. I get that. I mean, we're still around. Like, the fact that this is more of an open conversation type of thing. And I think we agree, but I don't think we agree 100%. And I this think that's fine. I think that that's, that's important to have. It's important to have a little bit of disagreement because the reality is we both could be wrong, whatever it may be. The science isn't out on a lot of these things. And I, I think it's foolish for people to come out and be like, I'm 100% right. This yeah. is like whatever it may be. Obama's a devil. Obama's a shape-shifting lizard. And here's the proof. <laughs> and Michelle like, Obama is a man. Yeah, see that huge dick? That's like a bunch of bullshit. Like, you know, things like that. Like... <laughs> I I am, you know, we don't agree on this, but I do believe that we never landed on the moon. And that, you know, that's one of those things that like, that I will fight to the death on, like that, that I believe that we never landed there. And like, mm-hmm. um, but that's our disagreement. And I think that it's important to have conversation. I think conversation is always important and not to have a, this like, not to have like a broy like douchebag fight over like, Oh, you're wrong. And here's why you're wrong. Motherfucker. Like, you can have an intelligent conversation. Like that's mm-hmm. something that we should already have as an innate uh, thing that we have built into our DNA that we should be able to have conversation. Mm-hmm. We are descendants of people that have survived millions of years <laughs> growing. Like, you know, we should be intelligent enough to come up with these thoughts and arguments in our head. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's where we should, that's where we should be as a society. Like, you know, I, I agree. Like, we were just talking about this the other day. I think Joe Rogan has like um, his on it brand or whatever. And I was like sold on one of his products. And I was like, dang, that sounds like something that would really help me. So I was like, I went to research. I found some doctors. And now at first I was like, oh, these all look pretty good. And then I found some doctors that were like, hey, this is really bad for your heart, by the way. Then I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'd rather not fuck with that shit. Like, yeah, I'd rather deal with other things and have a bad heart. I'd rather just fucking not deal with that shit. It's important to do the research. It's important to like find things that will sway you different different directions and not just have like lou dobbs or whoever the fuck your overlord is that gives you your information yeah yeah no i i totally agree with that and i mean if you take anything away from this podcast it's just that just do your fucking research you know this what we do every week you know and it's okay to say you don't know 
and it's also okay to change your opinion as time goes by i think it's okay to say we're not sure yet yeah (laughs) shout out to them so uh with that said art do you have anything else you want to um shout out today um shout out to we're not sure yet because they're great i just listened to their most recent podcast where they Mm -hmm. i think cheyenne quizzes liz Uh, it's pretty funny um shout out to another podcast on the Podbelly network ectoplasm those guys are great and i like their open forum like their open discussion very similar to what we did here today um and yeah make sure you it. check out the Podbelly network as well i've, I've been fucking up and we haven't been mentioning them even though we you know what a member of that podcast network i wanted to uh check out a couple of podcasts the other day because i was bored and i checked out um i think it's called life bites <laughs> and so like i went on their thing and i was and the episode just basically is like their last episode ever and it was yeah so like i guess like um one of the guys from the podcast went on i think is it liz from uh the podcast is that her name elizabeth oh mandy mandy sorry mandy from the podcast like he went on her show and basically said yeah i'm gonna end the show the show's over and the other guy wasn't even aware of it the other guy like basically is like starts the show by saying so yeah i guess i just found out on mandy's podcast that uh the show's over i guess <laughs> and i was like oh my god like that's so unprofessional Art, <laughs> if you ever decide to leave this podcast let me know because i've invested a lot of money into things like this and the things like this yeah, I know. let me know so that way i can come up with a contingency plan this, and then- this, this project's been like a passion project that is like i think it would have to fall apart pretty bad. I think we would, one of us would have to get pretty ill and, I think, and we could just do it through Skype at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even then with the pandemic, uh, we could still make this podcast work. So, uh, with that said, um, make Shout sure you to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> You want to shout out our sponsor, dude? We fucked up. We didn't mention our sponsor either. Hey, guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. I have my mug over here. I should have had it over here, but I've been drinking water. Oh, hey, there you go. Go to cavemancoffee.com. They have all kinds of products. Jacob's drinking the uh, nitro cold brew to get his fucking dick hard. Uh, They have all kinds of things. They have the decaf, which I love. I love the cocoa butter. They also have hoodies. They have, I think they have beanies and shirts. They have all Mm -hmm. kinds of shit. If you're living a paleo lifestyle like Joe Rogan is half the time, uh, get your ass on it and like check out their inventory. Type in America at checkout to get 15% off. Um, and then there's also another sponsor that I'm pretty excited. That one's not 100%. Yeah, I don't have a promo code for them just yet, but that's a pretty uh, fun one because that one will include us and, um, and we're not sure yet, that other podcast that we keep mentioning. So that one's going to be fun. We'll talk about that later on in a different podcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, speaking of T-shirts and sweatshirts and beanies and fucking mugs and fucking pillows and um, cock rings, if you will, uh, check out tpublic.com and, you know, enter, you know, R and Jacob do America. Search for them in the search bar. And, you know, you can check out our number of products that we have on there. You know, if you want to support the podcast, if you, you know, we also have a Patreon. You can support us directly through that as well. Uh, I have different tiers on that. But if you want to support us, you know, another way, um, you know, go, you know, buy some merch. You know, we have three different designs on there. Uh, we have, you know, this logo that's right behind me right here. You know, if you want some shit like that or some sticker or whatever, go there. Um, it ships around the world. And if it doesn't ship to you, I will personally obtain the product and then ship it to you like, you know, I did for Nicole Smith Bosch. Once the coronavirus um, pandemic is over, I will mail that out. I just can't right now because South Africa is not accepting 
uh, shipments at this point from America. But once that is over, I will ship that out to you. If they won't ship to North Korea or fucking whatever, I'll do it. I'll pay for it. I think it Bill, Bill Gates injected Nicole, right? He was in South Africa injecting her with the with some fucking Corona. Yeah, he like he um, he went to her drink and just like uh, put a capsule in there for her. So you know that that's what Bill Gates did. That sly fucking devil. Uh, but go to our T Public, you know, buy some merch. And speaking Nicole, she actually designed um, our Ride the Lightning, you know. Oh off. yeah, I already yeah. bought that. That hoodie should have been here by now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely by the next podcast. I don't care if it's 110 degrees. I'm wearing that fucking hoodie. That's a badass design too. I remember we we've tossed that idea around. That was actually supposed to be the original. It was the original one, and the results that we got back were not that great. But Nicole. Uh, but yeah, this one looks great. Nicole, great job. Yeah. So shout out to her. If you want anything done graphic design wise, hit her up, and you know help support her as well because she's doing the goddamn Lord's work. And I know I just said the Lord's name in vain by saying the Lord's work, but fuck it, she did that. So um, with that said, you know, follow us on all social media platforms that are Jacob Do America, except for TikTok because they're owned by China and they're spying on us and shit. And I don't want that shit, man, because, you know, when I go in the bathroom, I don't want to know what you don't you don't want to know what happens when I go in the bathroom. So uh, with that said, our- tell your mom and your booboo too. Shout out Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Jackson. <laughs> Elizabeth Jackman. And, tell your mom and your booboo too. And with that said, everybody. Enjoy the lockdown. Good night.